All right, what you smoking on over there, Ty? Uh, just some vape. Anything good in there? No, just tobacco. Yeah, boring. Yeah, yeah. I was too lazy to go to the dispensary, so I have this. They sell the little vape for tobacco that just look like the weed ones? No, I just get this for, at the fucking uh, Speedway, the convenience store. Got it. Is it like a jewel pod? Yeah. Oh, you sent the picture of your bookshelf. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I got a little bookshelf. I mean, it's not really a bookshelf. It's like the cubes and I have books in them. I, I need to get to reading them, but I, I just don't have time. <laughs> I, like I flip through them. Like I grab, you know, I read like 20 pages here, then move on to another book and read. And then I just, <laughs> you know, over the, well, cause they're nonfiction, right? So you don't even have to really read a whole chapter. You can just like, you know, scroll through the index and be like, all right, here's a chapter on such and such thing. So I'll scroll, you know, flip to that chapter, read a chunk of that. And I'm like, oh, that was interesting. Skelter is missing. And my assassination of JFK Jr. I think Chrissy took those. Okay. Uh, the assassination of JFK Jr. He's obsessed with the Zapruder film and with JFK. So yeah. um, did he read all those documents Biden had unsealed about JFK or no? Uh, it was too much shit. I couldn't go through it. But he would. He should he do that would. and tell us what's in it. Because I was looking at it and I was like, oh, this will take too long. I'm, I'm good. I'm like, all right. I'll, um, so I'll count us in. We'll do our thing. Shout out to the sponsor, of course. And we'll jump into Trump's imminent legal woes. Well, I have some corrections to do from the last uh, little 15, 20 minute thing I did because when we got reports of Trump, anyway, I'll, I'll fix that in the podcast. Anyway, um, just to be clear, ow, I'm not supposed to be reading anything, right? <laughs> you can read whatever you want to. Uh, no, can, I mean, you. Di- I'm not supposed to. There's nothing. No, there's no notes. You guys, aren't, you guys aren't looking at anything. No, we're not looking You're at anything. You're not going to be like Carol and I'll be like, what, no, Derek? I, You'll be like Carol. I'll be like Derek. <laughs> no, it's not gonna. It's not like that. We we were sans notes today, which is fine. I feel like what was it like a month ago? We did like four episodes in a row where it was like super heavy, dense information because there was a lot of stuff that broke over the course of like a week, and we don't have to do that right now because there's <laughs> there's not there's nothing like that. All the criminals are taking summer vacation. (laughs) No, I think it's just the quiet, the semi-calm before the storm of indictments that are coming. All right. I'll count us in and we'll just, we'll do our fucking thing. Um, Oh yeah. Of course we have to talk about X uh, somewhere in there too. So maybe we'll, we'll, we'll make this go quick. Hey, this is D-Knight. This is Carol. This is Ty. And I forgot to shut my door, so you can probably hear my ace <laughs> blasting in the background. <laughs> and you're listening to the Part of the Insurrection podcast. BRB, yo. <laughs> R-B. Oh, here's a word to our sponsor, Sheets and Giggles. Oh, and yeah, Colin. Colin. The guy who oh. I, I like. I am doing it. I am very charismatic. I, I love like Colin and I like sleeping and Colin is cool. And he's hot. Giggles. I'm not quite sure what Colin looks like, but 
I'm sure I'll take these word for it. No, he's pretty fucking hot. He took a picture of him like shirtless in the pool uh, oh. and put it on threads the other day. Yeah, Ty, you'd be all up in that. Uh, sadly, oh, it's a little warm in here, actually. This sweatshirt's a... <laughs> sadly, Ty, he's taken. So unless he's willing to cheat on his future wife, I guess you're out of luck. Uh, and, you know, I would... I Wait, would well, gladly stop me while willing to cheat. It's what every woman is looking for. Well, Ty, he's, <laughs> he's so hot. I'll gladly share him with you. I hope he listens to this episode of the podcast. And yes, not only is, is Colin a handsome fellow, his sheets are also fantastic and you can make wonderful whoopee on them with, with Colin, if he's willing to cheat on his wife. Um, so we had a lot go. <clears throat> we, <laughs> we had a lot going on the past week. Of course, Trump got his target letter. Uh, we, we were, I was expecting indictments to come imminently, uh, given that he was given till like Thursday to come in and talk to the grand jury if he wanted the opportunity to do so and, and try to clear his name. That did not happen. I'm assuming that uh, if Trump's lawyers haven't gone before the grand jury, we probably already got indictments sealed and ready to go. And I'm sure he'll be notified at any time, which given the fact that he was losing his fucking shit on Untrue Social this past weekend, maybe he was notified. You n- you never know with this guy. Um, but quickly, just to reiterate the charges. What's in your what's in your cup, friend? Um, so I am sipping on. Um, some syrup. I, I mixed two different kinds <laughs> of whiskeys. One has a bit of a honey flavor to it, and I added some bitters and some sugar to make a semi-honey flavored old-fashioned. Um, nice. Yeah, it's it's been one of those weeks already. It, is, it looks really good. I'm, I'm, I'm always out. I'm, I want to go to the store to get some more. I think. I, I mean, you can you can probably hear the ice clinkling. Um, Are you gonna leave while we're recording to go get? No, 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 no. no. Do what? What am I doing? I'm <laughs> she, so lost. She wants to go to the liquor store right now. <laughs> no, you can't do that. It's we hit record. Like you got to stay. Um, you're, you're trapped. This podcast is pretty. This is this Your is like is closed. This podcast is like where Trump is going. It's prison. We we just shut the. <laughs> you know, we lock the gate. Like your ass is stuck. Um, <laughs> but unlike Trump, you won't be doing 45 years. We just be doing 45 minutes. Um, so, <laughs> um, so I made a couple errors last week on the pod, uh, with the, with the breaking target letter news, just because of the way the details were reported, it was not entirely accurate. So first of all, Trump is being charged with conspiracy to commit offense or to defraud the United States. I feel like that was pretty straightforward, forward and clear. I mean, with the fake elector plot. And the, uh, you know, attempt to defraud the United States with basically fake electoral college votes. That one's pretty straightforward. Uh, another thing that was reported last week, conspiracy to violate civil rights under color of law. That wasn't in quite the accurate, accurate reporting of what was in the target letter. It was actually a uh, conspiracy to deprive one of civil rights, but not under color of law. And that is basically this post-Civil War statute that was enacted to go after uh, uppity whites in the South after the Civil War because they was like, we can't have these black people out here voting. Like, what kind of crazy shit is this? Basically, what the feds used to go after the fucking Ku Klux Klan. So 
Perfect timing. Jack Smith's out here in indicting Trump for shit that was used against the Klan. Uh, again, obviously, over the course of time, that statute has been developed to in, encompass crimes related to um, suppressing votes and depriving people of their right to vote in general. But yeah, again, that was the origins of that. And finally, uh, there was a charge that was reported to be tampering with the witness, victim, or informant. It's not quite totally accurate. That That is the statute, of course, but there's a subsection of that that is about obstruction of an official proceeding, which is probably the more accurate and, and timely charge is coming when Trump is indicted about his attempts to delay, if not attempt to stop entirely the joint session of Congress on January 6th to um, certify Biden's electoral college votes. So those are the three charges, rather the three statutes that were quoted in the target letter to Trump from Jack Smith's team. I mean, we've talked about all the fucking shit Trump's been up to for like a year on this fucking podcast. Those statutes sound fairly accurate given the nature of the activity we've discussed. And it's known publicly. I don't know how you guys feel about uh, the idea that just because those are the statutes mentioned in the target letter, that doesn't necessarily predict what the exact charges will be and what evidence Jack Smith will use or whether that's even all of the criminal charges Trump's facing. If not, maybe those are just like, right. Yeah. Top three. Yay, nay, no, no input on that. Not uh, really. Um, I mean, it seemed like at, at the last set of indictments, it was just very specific, one kind of charge over and over. That was more like the New York one, though. Wait, what? What? What happened? Sorry, I what happened? Okay, what happened was is there is I was I took a drink and I just totally zoned out in the middle of the alcohol. What happened in New York again? <laughs> Don't hit me. Oh, I was just saying. Like, no, no, I I was just really realizing that it wasn't really relevant. But, but like the New York indictments were, we knew what this the, what statutes they were based on, but all the indictments were like individual counts of the same thing over and over and over again. Um, um, yeah, it, similar thing happened in really- South Florida with the documents case where a number of those um, criminal criminal counts were the same statute just for different documents. So, I mean, it's entirely possible. Jack Smith collected some evidence of, say, the fraudulent electors, and he'll get a number of charges under the um, conspiracy to defraud the United States, and there'll be multiple counts, same thing, different states. I don't know. You okay there? Sorry. I'm sorry. A pop-up ad popped up and started making noise of like a family talking. And I was very confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't hear it, Carol. You have your headphones on. So. I know. Oh, yeah. I realized that. I was like, oh, no. I'm confused. <laughs> and also, did I ruin the show? Um, no. No, you're totally fine. Nothing going to ruin the show. They started with like, hey. What? Who? The only thing they can ruin this podcast if it's, is if Ty goes to the liquor store. No. I'm going to make some chicken right now. Ty, why did you do that an hour ago? 
No, it's it's. Uh, I gotta feed the kids. I just realized. Fuck yeah. them bastards! You just went to a re- restaurant with them. You just got. I thought you just. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah. Let's. I hope they will elaborate more, but I feel like you know they have. There's so much to choose from that they can just like pick some fucking charges and then be like, well, that doesn't work. Like, we'll just bring those charges somewhere. Like. You know, if it gets it dismissed, bring it somewhere else. Yeah, there's so much criminal fucking activity that you could just indict this motherfucker forever for a different crime, like every time he goes to trial uh, and you don't get the outcome that you want. I mean, not that, like, I would recommend the justice system do that regularly, but, I mean, just in this case, this motherfucker's just been on a massive crime spree, so you can indict him with everything. Hey, you know, zooming out for just a second, like, one thing I would like to do is, like, Let's just revel in the fucking victory for a second. Let's just revel in it. It's fantastic news. He's getting indicted again. Again. Ooh, it's so nice. Yeah, I mean, just the endless. <laughs> it feels so good. Or, or, or have we gotten bored with indictments yet? I don't know. No, never bored with indictments. Most indictments ever. Uh, <laughs> oh, you want to do the thing? Most indi- <clears throat> most in- most criminal indictments for- of any president Hillary in his Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Hillary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most indictments of any president in history. You did it, y'all. Congratulations. Woo! I'm just excited. I can't wait till we it's official and we get like. The actual indictment coming from Jack Smith's office, so I can we can do the thing again. Todd, do you remember how to do the thing? Oh, After the, remember the thing with the O Fortuna we were doing last time? No, you don't remember. No, no, I don't. That's okay. Um, <laughs> it's even it's better if you don't know, so you can like not do it correctly next time, and then we can just make fun of that too. Uh, it's better. It's better than if we had did it the way I intended it. It turned out even better that you were like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> so, what were we talking about again? Yeah, target letter. Target letter. Um, I, I got like- targeted ads that threw us off track. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever discussed what a target letter even is on this podcast. Uh, I mean, I, I guess we could so. give it. It's just a courtesy to let you know that you are the, the target no long, of an investigation. Yes, no you longer the, the subject or a witness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, yes. It is a formality. It is the but point at, at which DOJ has decided, yes, you're getting indicted. Uh, and they're they're giving you the courtesy of letting you know, just in case, you know. You're, heads up. That was nice. You know, if you're considering maybe testifying before the grand jury or something. Uh, you know, having a target letter in advance will kind of give your legal team some, well, the opportunity to make a clear headed decision about whether or not that's in your best interest or if you should just wait until you're indicted. Um, and And it would give the prosecution a nice chance to see how someone who, uh, is overly emotional and has, doesn't have emotional regulation, rather. (laughs) Um, how uh, they react to it and what sort of stupid steps they take to further incriminate themselves. That's actually a good point, Carol, and I'm glad you brought it up. So, first of all, DOJ doesn't actually have to give you a, t- a target letter. They can just indict you. But uh, there might be a couple of reasons that they do outside of just, you know, the kindness of the formality. Uh, one one option is what Carol said. They give you the target letter and hope you freak out and do some crazy shit. And then, you know, they can get you on that. 
Well, another possible outcome of issuing a target letter is it freaks other people the fuck out who may be targets, but who didn't get target letters. But also another uh, potential option of like issuing a target letter. We'll say you have someone that's, that's received a target letter and one of the criminal statutes revealed in that target letter is, is a criminal conspiracy. All right. Well, if, the, if there's a conspiracy, that means that more than one person is involved. So there could potentially be a minimum two or more targets. Well, what happens when the people that you suspect of being involved in that criminal conspiracy uh, who do not receive a target letter? Start to panic. That they you out. Yeah, there's a there's whoever receives the target Our letter middle. is looking around like, hey, why did I receive this target letter? And these other motherfuckers that I know were in on it didn't get a target letter. Are they fucking cooperating? Are they fucking rats? Are they dirty ratting me out? These little bastards. And then you know the infighting ensues. So, or they call each other to yell, and it's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a possibility that people's phones might be monitored and upon one individual receiving a target letter and others not and that individual calling those other people um, to to see what the deal is about whether or not they've received a target letter. Well, otherwise, Um, there's no good reason not to just call and use words to communicate their problem and solve it with words. Go on. Uh, yeah, I mean, just the the strategic use of a target letter, especially in a conspiracy plot, could could reveal other in potential damning information. Um, oh yeah, from the I individuals shouldn't try involved. to. I shouldn't try to coach criminals to. <laughs> no, it's okay. They ain't listening to this podcast. Otherwise, they would have like turned themselves in and started cooperating a long time ago and got the best possible deal. Um, so also, uh, one of the developments last week that we didn't get a chance to talk about together were the multiple fake electors in Wisconsin, with in Michigan. I'm mixing the two words, Wisconsin. Yeah, what the fuck is going on there? Oh, so I'll tell you what happened. Wisconsin is on my mind because y'all motherfuckers got y'all Supreme Court justice. Woo! The state Supreme Court turned blue. Yeah, y'all can undo all the fuckery that the Republicans engaged in over the last however fucking many decades they had control there. Yep, congratulations, guys. But yeah, Michigan. So 16 fake electors charged with a bunch of crimes. Uh, namely forgery and cons- conspiracy to commit forgery as it pertains to the fake elected documents that they signed. Um, they were trying to help steal the election for Trump. Um, so that was good news. Of course, we had heard in 2021 that the state attorney general was looking into that, but then pointed it off to DOJ. Never heard back from DOJ. So it was like, fuck it. I got this. Yeah. And here the indictments are uh, 14 years of peace for well, a max of 14 years of peace for for each felony count. Um, I'm assuming state charges uh, still probably the sentences would be concerned, be served uh, not consecutively. But what's the word? I'm tired. What the fuck happened? English is difficult. Concurrently? Yes, concurrently. Sentences would be served concurrently if they were convicted on on each of the counts. So I imagine, you know, we'd look, be looking at something between like, you know, four or ten years probably um, for each of them if convicted on all counts. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> this is 
it's pretty fucking spectacular news because we've been talking about this fake elector plot for like years now and we're like when is it gonna happen when are the charges coming this is probably the easiest thing to prove the piece of paper is right fucking there all you have to do is charge the people um i'm glad that they're getting like this one out of the way they might not get trump in jail in prison before 2024 and they might not get like everyone down the chain in prison by then but if they have the the fake electors people like that the people who are willing to participate in the dismantling of democracy who have like who have they don't have they're not propped up with privilege to like protect them or money those people are going down. People will be afraid to do that. That's that will be very powerful. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You want it to be a deterrent. Hey, look what happened to these motherfuckers. Try that shit again, yo. Try that shit again. Try that shit again. I dare you. <laughs> um, yeah, but don't. So these the Michigan fake electors were particularly vulnerable because of some state laws uh, that required them to. Well, for instance. um, the electoral college votes needed to be signed at the state capitol on a certain day. These motherfuckers couldn't even get into the building, even though they tried. They were like, "Yeah, let's sneak in the night before and spend the night." Um, and then that did, that shit didn't work out. So they were like, "Ah, I guess we'll just go to the Republican Party headquarters uh, in the state." Uh, yeah. So uh, they're going to argue that they were misled by Trump's Trump's people, Rudy Giuliani, and such. Uh, I don't think it's going to go over well. I mean, their only hope likely is to cooperate and point the finger higher up and get other motherfuckers indicted in exchange for a lighter sentence, I would imagine. But yes, I assume uh, that w- what will happen in other states where they enacted this fake elector plot is that apart from the couple of states where the guys were like, hey, actually... We know we're not the fake, we're not the real electors, but this is just a contingency, just in case something happens in court. You know, we just want to have electors on stand. The ones who didn't make that caveat, all the motherfuckers are going to jail. And I'm sure Jacksonville's team is looking at it too. Uh, just again, look, given the, given that we haven't heard anything publicly about Jacksonville's team interviewing, uh, most of these fake electors from other states, that doesn't necessarily mean they're not looking or haven't already looked and come to a conclusion. Um, so just be patient on that. Uh, it still sends a fucking message. Yeah, it does. Even though it's state charges. And, and yeah, it took me a lot of words to find the to find the <laughs> word deterrent before whatever. Words are hard, Carol. I couldn't remember what concurrently was. So don't feel too bad. Don't don't feel too bad. And Ty's cooking chicken. If you're wondering where she went to. Yes, Ty. I am cooking chicken and and peeling potatoes. It's going to be a- a- absolutely fucking delicious, um, except, you know, we're not going to get any because Ty's in Texas and we're in totally different. St- I mean, Ty's in New Mexico and we're in totally different states. So, yeah, there is that. I hate that we'll have to move back to Texas. God damn. All right. Well, you know, it was a Freudian slip. I guess we have some good news for you. Ty's moving, uh, moving to a new home. It's will not be homeless. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they don't know all your personal details and I'm not going to overshare here just other than to say that, uh, yeah, Ty's moving to Texas, uh, excited about the new spot. Not quite so excited to live in Greg Abbott's Texas, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that later. 
Um, but yeah, consequences for the fake electors in Michigan and possibly more consequences coming for other fake electors to a criminal courthouse near you. Uh, I said it like it was a uh, ad for Bob Barbenheimer or something. Um, anyway, I appreciated that. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for Mattel to make the movie about like all the fucking Republicans going to prison. That's going to be awesome. I'll watch that oh, shit. So good. Yeah, I'm going to see Barbie tomorrow. You are. are you? Let us know I how wanted, it goes. I wanted Christy came to me and he goes, mm-hmm. "I want to see the Barbie movie," but it's so um like. Uh, where we are, the theaters like they're fucking sold out. I don't want to sit on the goddamn first row. Man, so that that like, neck breaking row is that bullshit, right? I ain't never done it. I I did it one time. It was when the Dark Knight came out, and I was like, I gotta go see this I Thursday did it night, two o'clock in the morning. When Titanic came out, nah, I wasn't going to see that. The fucking front row from Titanic. Yeah, and then you're like. Your neck is like it's like some horror movie where you're like possessed by a demon, but instead of your head twisting around, it's just like all the way back into your like spinal cord, like the top of you, so you can see the screen. It's insane. I'll never do that again. Um, well, of course, at least in well, some theaters, we've got now, good seats, so. I was, yeah, lucky you. But in some theaters, at least you got the reclining seats now, so it's not so bad. We didn't have those back in 2000, whatever year that was. The Dark Knight came out. I was 11, 9, one of them. Anyway, um, apart from that, yeah, fake electors, they fucked. We've also got news of Fonnie Willis down in Georgia potentially hitting Trump and his peoples with the fucking Rigo charge, homie. Rigo, Rigo. Mm-hmm. We haven't brought that much up. We haven't brought that up too often on this particular podcast and there's a reason for that usually over the because over the course of years of trump being under investigation everyone wants to jump to rico but like i was like no nah, man it's just tough to prove especially in mo- when in most jurisdictions including the in in federal court it's a pretty tough charge oh that's uh what is was that racketeering influence and corrupt organization charges yeah, yeah. um so that thing's usually pretty tough to prove, uh, except for in one instance, and that is in Georgia. They have a particularly robust set of RICO charges um, down there. And Finding Willis is also uh, very experienced in bringing RICO charges in Georgia. She's actually, if I'm not mistaken, she's handled more RICO cases uh, there since she's been in office than like the previous um, four district attorneys in in uh that county combined, something like that, something crazy. And she's also got like an expert on Georgia racketeering charges in her office working on this. So it's entirely possible. I mean, look, it. So th- generally, the RICO charges are used to go after two types of individuals or two types of groups of individuals. Um, something that's like an unofficial unorganized group like a mob you know you're not clocking in every day to go work with a mob it's just it's not how that works um but also it's part of like um so you have an uh, an official organization but within that you have a subsection of individuals who use that organization as a cover to commit crimes well then you would go after those individuals with like rico charges so in this instance the corrupt organization would be 
you know, Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Bernie Kerrick, all these motherfuckers working, all these motherfuckers down the line working to overturn the 2020 election for Trump. And, and I'm assuming in this particular case, because to win a conviction on racketeering charges, you have to prove one that the corrupt organization exists and that they've committed multiple felonies. And in this instance, I'm assuming that there would be three separate criminal statutes that she'd be looking at. And that would be one for the fake electors in Georgia, um, two pressuring uh, the secretary of state there in Georgia to find 11,700, uh, basically voter fraud and three having a uh, cracking head, Sidney Powell and her team of miscreants. Is that a good word or misfits, which is better? Carol, you know, English. Miscreants. Miss, miss, I don't know. Probably both miscreants. They're causing problems. They're not just being oddballs. Yeah, her team of miscreants who broke into that elections county elections office and um, illegally tampered with the voting machines. Um, so, you know, you put those together and boom, you've got a RICO case, or at least in Georgia, you do. I don't know what the sentencing guidelines are in Georgia for RICO, uh, but we'll just put it this way. Trump's old. Uh, any any amount of a prison sentence would be a death sentence for his hamburger eating ass. Yeah. Fun times. What was the, what was your guess of the sentence? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Any amount is good enough though. You say, yeah, I'm sure it's probably like eight to 15 or something. I guess I could Google that per charge per charge. <laughs> Do they run concurrently? <laughs> Georgia Rico. Um, sentencing currently. This is a segment of the podcast that I like to call Googling. <laughs> this is this is terrible podcasting. <laughs> oh, look! Well, maximum penalty of twenty years and a fine that is greater uh, of twenty five thousand dollars, or the it, anyway twenty. Basically. Up to twenty years and minimum of a twenty thousand or twenty five thousand dollar fine in Georgia. Yeah, so that's that's fucking harrowing news. I wonder if Trump's team has looked at the sentencing guidelines for Rico in Georgia because those are fucking state charges, and Trump can't pardon that shit. Even if he goes on to somehow win the White House in twenty twenty four, Ty, where, where the chicken at? Oh, it's it's. I got some here. Uh, you done I'm already? That was quick. That didn't take long. No, not at all. No, I sliced it. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You just like sear it on. Brian, on, Brian on. Camp will be like, ooh, I'm not going to let you out for your inauguration. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, think, thank you. I don't think he has any say so in that matter in Georgia. Uh, no. although Repub- yeah. Although Republicans can always try and like change the fucking state law so they could give the governor the power to issue pardons. I don't know. They might do some weird shit like that. I mean, they basically changed the law to try and get rid of Fannie Willis, Fannie Willis at will. So anything's possible. But yeah, it's good fucking news. I'm excited. Um, you know, criminal fucking consequences for all these fuckers all the way around. It's always good news. Like I know 
if you listen to this podcast, it's been a tough couple of years. Well, it's been a tough like seven years now. You're like, oh, when is it finally going to happen? When are we going to see some consequences? It's coming. It's a fucking process. Like Trump's already been indicted twice. That's a fucking lot more consequences than you thought he'd probably ever have to face. Uh, yeah, our side is also guilty of moving that goalpost. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do that a lot, and we beat our we beat our own team up for pointing out the obvious things. Like, hey, it was a fucking process. And you're like, no, I want Trump to be indicted on you know January twenty second of twenty twenty. Do something, yeah, do something. Twitter, I hate you, fuckers. Um, but y'all shut the fuck up now. Yeah, you disappeared on Twitter. I don't see y'all asses no more. Hey, this shit's just quiet now. Nobody's talking shit to me at all because y'all motherfuckers know. I told y'all. <laughs> Merrick fucking Garland. <laughs>